ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the shadow realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. This show's frontman and main host. It's Monday, everybody. And if you're a returning listener, uh, let me just read your thoughts for a moment and let you know, yes, he has files for a new episode to edit. And two, today is going to be a lost media episode. And yes, it's going to involve the covert cast. And for those of you who haven't listened to this us before, or I should say, for those of you out there who have never listened to a Long Coat Mafia podcast episode before, Mondays I usually put out a lost media episode while I'm editing, editing the files for the main episode of the week that usually drops on Wednesdays. And for if you don't know what a lost media um, lost media is, it's something that's usually referred to. Uh, like TV, movies, a radio, uh, or like old-time radio broadcasts, uh, or like um, even music that you can't find anymore. And I'm sure it could also re- be referred to like books and magazines that are lost to the winds of time. But I I tend to include podcasts in on that, and those who have been returning for the past few weeks no i like to go to the well that is known as the covert cast and the covert cast is uh, a podcast that talks about uh like conspiracy theories and uh uh stuff of mysteries and so forth and so on like mel's hole and ufos and ghosts and uh Loch Ness monster and mothman and so forth and so on uh and they are defunct podcast and uh, outside of this show re-airing those episodes uh, you won't find those episodes anywhere else on the internet as far as I know and uh, once again uh, let me address the folks that are returning listeners um, fear not uh, there will like you heard early a few minutes ago I do have files for a brand new episode, and it's not a filler episode like I've been doing for the past few weeks. This is a brand new audio episode featuring myself and Sasha, the Princess of Darkness. And since it's been a while since me and Sasha recorded an episode with each other, um, it's a long one. And because it's a long one, uh, I'm going to have to split split that episode in half and give you all, in essence, three episodes this week. So, not only are you getting this episode today, Monday, you'll be getting an episode this upcoming Wednesday, and you'll be getting an episode this upcoming Friday. So, you'll hear part one on Wednesday and part two on Friday, Black Friday. So, you'll have something to listen to while you're shopping those deals this Black Friday. So, and that being said, I hope if you're listening to uh, this uh, here in the states, I uh, hope you having a, will have a wonderful Thanksgiving this week if you don't return. Uh, but uh, I still hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and you get a lot of great deals this 
uh, Black Friday. So I might include something a little special on Monday after the episode in the update portion. But either way, I digress. I'll save that for Wednesday. Back to the aspect of the covert cast and what they will be talking about this week. They will be talking about Noah's Ark. The infamous Noah's Ark from Biblical Legend. Now, every society has uh, a, a legend similar to Noah's Ark, but I'll let the guys talk about this uh, in depth a little bit more. So, uh, what more can I say? But, hey, George, hit the button. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. There has been an attempt, as perhaps you know now, on the life of President Kennedy. And right now, no one seems to know exactly what it was. Is it myth, or does Bigfoot really exist? Conspiracy theorists. They concern, they've been crazy, but now they they're right. Welcome to episode 26 of the Covert Cast. I'm your host, Dusty. With me, I have John. Hi, I'm John. And Mike, a.k.a. Mjolnir. Meep, meep. Can you uh, say some actual words so they know what you sound like, Mike? Oh, uh, okay. Hi. Uh, oh, there you go. That's better, closer, warmer. Sort of. That's kind of... Um, this is episode yes. 26 of the Covert Cast, like I said. And this week, we're discussing Noah's Ark. Which, if um, you're familiar with the Bible story, it said that Noah um, built a gigantic ark about the size of, I guess, what, Titanic, roughly? It was smaller. Yeah. A little smaller, but it was around that size. Yeah. And he was said to have put two of every animal on it. At least that's the common story, as it's told. And John's already got a smirk on his face over there. I, I got, uh, this is going to be fun. But the boat was described as being uh, 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits... Wait, that's... 50 cubits wide and 30 cubits high. Yeah, you want to translate that to and us th- guys who don't know what a cubit is? Oh, a cubit is approximately one and a half to two feet, depending on the region. Yeah. Like the Egyptian royal cubit was two feet, and then the regular common cubit was like a foot and a half. Yeah. And did so we lose you want to do there? the maths? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I just okay. had to mute it. My dad was yelling outside. Okay, that's fine. I just was a little worried there. So, but yeah, uh, That's yeah. okay. Um, um, hold on a second. I'll, I'll uh, get him to... Okay. Down. All right. Well, right we'll, we'll keep on. Just... Sorry. Right. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. Okay. So I'll translate the cubits then. Uh, 300 cubit is 450 feet, being the length. 50 cubits is 75 feet, being the width. And 30 cubit is uh, 45 feet, being the height. Yeah. Or if you go by Egyptian cubits, which some believe it to believe, it's double, which is 300 cubits equals 600 feet. 50 cubits is 100 feet, and then 30 cubits is 60 feet. Okay, Mr. Maths. I know. I'm, oh, wait, are I'm you on Wikipedia right now? Maybe. <laughs> no, they don't have the, the <laughs> measurements. I do that in my head because it's easy math. I'm a, I just winked at this. I always, always did really well in math in school. So, so this came of, from the Genesis blueprint, blueprint? Yes, this is the the numbers as they were described in Jennifer, Genesis, not Jennifer. Jennifer? <laughs> Who's Jennifer? <laughs> I don't know. And why is she building an ark? But the ark was said to be made of gopher wood. Um, it was described as having three decks and then a roof on top. 
And also a door on the side, which she used to load up the animals. <coughs> now, uh, how many animals now, was that? That was two of every animals, according to the common story. The story that's commonly told. Mm-hmm. Now, if you actually look in the Genesis, it's it's a lot lower number than two of every animal. It's it's it, the Bible asks for uh, seven pairs each of each clean animal, of which I think there's ten animals. Which makes um, 140 animals from all the clean ones. Yeah. 140 total. And then um, it wanted one each of the clean birds, which I'm not sure the exact number on that, but it's it's probably um, around I 100. I have a conservative estimate. And then I'm the last one was they wanted one pair part. each of like the dirty animals. Which were like the unclean ones, like pigs yeah. and snakes, and whatnot. Yeah, I, I also read oh, okay. online that but, they were getting rid of duplicates, uh, things that shared like common. Yeah, common but, but all total, it, it it reached about two hundred and something odd animals, like two hundred and sixty, seventy, somewhere around there. Um, so it's a much more reasonable number than like two of every animal, which they estimate now there's what like thirty million species, which would be a would little. You, would you like my conservative estimate? All right, I okay. did a little bit of research. on Go ahead it, and. Uh, it, I guess it's commonly accepted that there were 17,400 birds, 12,000 reptiles, 9,000 uh. mammals, <laughs> 5,000 amphibians, and 2 million insects. See, that may be a common, but according to Genesis itself, there was only like a, a 200-something-odd animals I described because Genesis actually describes which animals are considered clean, which, which clean animals refers to animals that are good for sacrifice. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it goes on to eatings. describe... Huh? Eating and things. Yeah, eating and sacrifice and, yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But, but it, it, uh, yeah, So like, it's basically the difference between kosher and not kosher. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if you take into account only 200, let's say 70 animals, it, that's much more reasonable to put on a boat than the numbers you're reading over there. Which, yeah. how many was that again? Like, do you have a total? Was, uh, no, actually, I do not. You did but... not add them up? <laughs> I can real quick. I'm not good with the maths. Mm. Hold on. All right. While he's doing that, um, I forgot. Oh, uh, well, it was said also that Moses was about 600 years old when the flood came, which he had a 120-year warning that the flood was going to come, and he actually started building the boat 75 years before the flood actually arrived. And then when the flood actually arrived, he had seven days in which he had to load the animals and then two by two, two by two. Don't forget, it, it came out to two million forty-three thousand. Yeah, see, uh, including the insects. Yeah, that definitely wouldn't work. And are you including fish in that? I gotta ask. Amphibians. No, I, I don't think it would. because I, I don't okay, think you would so need to save the fish. Amphibians. Yeah. I took that as like aquatic life that wouldn't be able to survive. Not that aquatic life would be able to survive a flood anyway. Yeah. Uh, we'll get well, on, I guess we'll touch on that. Well, according to the Bible, I guess at one point all the water was fresh water. And for some yeah. reason, whenever after the flood, some was made salt water and rest. Okay. See, I have qualms with water. this too. Yeah. It's, it gets a little because weird at times when you, you know, really read think into of it, it this way. You're climbing a mountain. Why are you climbing the mountain? Oh God. <laughs> Why? Well, <laughs> just go on. I just, I just. All right, you're climbing. A a, you're climbing a mountain. You're climbing a mountain. What, what, what happens as you get higher? Uh, the oxygen gets thinner. That's right. What else happens? Um, gets it gets really cold. Plant, cold. Plants don't grow. Well, that's that's exactly. You it. have to watch out for the abominable snowman. <laughs> Yeti. That too. Yeti. Yeah, see yes. what you did. So anyway, <laughs> back to uh, the point here. Um, 
this is the issue that I have with this. Just the great flood and everything. And and assuming that fish are able to survive this temperature change and because as as I as I established, as you go higher up, the water level the water temperature is going to change. What is it now? It's like eighty degrees in Florida. Yeah. Imagine if if it were up in Mount Everest. That's really cold. They're not going to be able to adapt to this sudden change, even if it is just a year. You know what? You see what I'm coming. Or from what if they that? stay near volcanic events? Then they are lucky. <laughs> we'll just put it to you that way. I mean, I, I could see what you're saying there, like the the species that that thrive in these areas of darkness and uh, heat and extremes. Oh yeah. Well, like like, like anytime you go under deep on the water, like, you can find animals that survive near volcanic vents, even though the water around them is like really yeah. cold. Yeah. Well. And you got to think if it's going above sea, the, okay. above the mountains, it's going above the volcanoes. Okay. So they could be chilling out in the what? How about Hawaii this, now? Though? It's raining. All right. There's no sunlight. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Boom. There's no volcanoes. Everything's covered. Okay. What do you mean? Why, why is there no volcanoes? They'd be underwater. Then they're underwater volcanoes. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> the water, so you're good. All right. You trumped my logic, I suppose. Yes. I didn't understand well, why volcanoes and clouds had to do with each other. I mean... Well, I'm just talking about temperature-wise. Yeah. Because not only does elevation affect temperature, but so does the fact that there will be no clouds. I mean, there will be no sun. Well, I'm sure Noah was probably pretty warm. I mean, he was on a boat with 200-something-odd animals. I mean, they just kind of snuggled together. you know, an yeah. yeah, Noah was said to be a bit of a drunk. I mean, one of the first things he did after um, the, the the floods were over and he started establishing a new land was he built a vineyard and got drunk. Whoop, whoop. That's like the first story. <laughs> that's the first thing he did. So Nice. <laughs> Oh. Well, obviously the man knew how to party. Yeah, uh, well, which <laughs> with animals, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> oh. Another thing I found interesting is like it was said he lit the um, the ark with like magical glowing orbs, like yeah. that were given to him by God. That's a catch-all Seriously? from the Bible. Yeah, magic. Yeah, magic. Magic. Just well, I don't know if they actually described it as magic, but it was glowing orbs. Magic. I wonder yeah. if they ever talk about this in the ancient aliens. Oh, guys, yeah, aliens, yeah. <laughs> aliens, aliens. It's aliens. The ark. Aliens. Was actually an alien spaceship, uh, and they brought all the animals to this planet. We're actually from Mars. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I mean, how else do you explain getting all the animals? Aliens. Yes. That was that was a poor. <laughs> that uh, was a uh... illusion to troll to. Now, do you want to go up a little bit to your numbers of how much water it would actually require? If you guys would like, I would like because I mean right, you you, you did the math and you did it well. And... Okay, so I got please, super please nerdy. I got pretty nerdy. Uh, about this. And, and there's no reason if you got that nerdy to not mention it. I well, this mean. is true. This is true. I looked up the radius of the Earth. 6,371 kilometers. It's a big planet. It is a big planet. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's not as big as, say, Jupiter. But it's still a big planet. But it's a it's big sizable, planet. if you yeah. know what I mean. It'll get the job done. And it does. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's uh, exactly right gravity force. So from that, I, I huh. was able to calculate the volume of the Earth, which came out to be... Right about one billion kilometer uh, kilometer squared or cubed. Uh, now they said from the story that it covered the highest mountain peak by twenty feet. Uh, I did not allot for those twenty extra feet, but I did look up Kilimanjaro or Everest rather, uh, Mount Everest's height, and I added it to the radius of the Earth. I was able to calculate the volume, including that. And it came out to there about four billion, with a B. It's a lot of water. It's a lot of water. 
It's a lot that of water. Is a lot now, of one thing I was reading is like, in order for them to actually be that much water, there would have to be a, a, an asteroid, which is primarily made of ice, would have had to smash into the Earth and melt in order to have that much water, and that, that the size of it would have been roughly the size of Brazil. Yeah. yeah. In, order to, in yeah. order to get that much water. And even then, you'd have to explain where all that water went. I, I looked into a little bit of the, you know, rainfall and things like that, and they said that it that it rained. In which case, a meteor would explain that because there's a giant, you know, no sun, everything, whatever you want to say. Now, we, we should say all this supposedly took away was like 3,000 B.C. around there. Yeah. And, yeah now, like, if you take into account back, way back then, I mean, it may not have been like a literal, the literal world itself is a flood. It yeah. may have just been the world as he knew it, which may have... May have been like a tiny valley yeah, or something. I, 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 mean, I yeah, thought about that, that was as like well. probably and the Middle East. I mean, that's the only plausible way I could come up with like a flood of this magnitude. Yeah, that's flood that's, the earth. Yeah. And didn't you come up with, come up with how much rainfall would have to fall each day? Yeah. Uh, so I was able to calculate. I looked up uh, the highest amount of recorded rainfall, which you know it's not. Uh, we've only been recording things for the last couple hundred years worldwide, whatever you want to say. And it was on a small island called Resume on March sixteenth, nineteen fifty-two. In a single day, 73.6 inches of rain fell. In a single day, 24 hours. That's yeah. quite a bit, considering we get two to three inches and, you know, Florida floods like crazy. Anyway, yeah. Um, Especially if you're in the low-lying areas. Right. So I was yeah. I was able to look into, you know, I, was, I just figured, well, you know, if, if there's 4.5 billion gallons of water that we need... Uh, for it to flood in 40 days, we would need 8,710 inches per day Damn. to reach the top of Mount Everest. Now, according to the Bible, after the flood, uh, God said he wouldn't do it any he wouldn't flood the earth again. Yeah. So maybe that's why we yep. haven't had a record beat it since. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Isn't uh, that very convenient? Nuh-uh. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It's um, interesting. Actually, like, okay, because you know the History Channel's, like, famous for doing, like, Oh, the special on, like, this and the special on that historical events. They used um, to. Like Now they, they're uh, all about like, ancient one aliens. Of the, one of the weird, like, theories they had for the flood was, like, a, a giant glacier melted. Yeah, shenanigans. Yeah, and it, like, literally, like, it, like, collapsed and then flooded the whole Mediterranean Sea and then washed all over the Middle East. And that was, like, their, like, theory. See, like, that's their a main theory. Nice theory, like, but, I mean, most of the numbers that are taken into account account for water that's locked in glaciers, and even then, it, there's not enough water out there on the Earth yeah, to completely exactly. cover it. And that's why I thought it was ludicrous. Yeah, that, that, that yeah. Was, uh, make sense. Something that I, to put a little perspective on. But things. you know what? Re- researching all this, it kind of made me sad a little bit that Water World can never happen. Oh, Because yeah. I love that movie. Me too. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I seriously love, I love that movie. Yeah. It's so good. But now I know that there can never be a Water World because there's Unless not enough water. Unless we get a comet the size of Brazil. That's true. That can happen. That. I'm pulling for that now. Me too. Come on, everybody with the on power. On Brazil. It's the power of the... <laughs> okay, so uh, a little perspective uh, to add. 4.5 billion is a lot of water. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen that much. Picture all of Earth being a giant ball. All right. Okay, of water. Mm-hmm. All right. Now add five of those, essentially. And that's how much water it would take to flood. 
That's a lot of water. Whoa. That's a lot of water. That's a really big Twinkie. Oh, that's a big <laughs> Very. Uh, Very big. But no, I, I like the idea, if, if this is true, of a, a flood story of just that particular region getting flooded. Yeah. Well, maybe, in, in maybe... order for the, the story to actually be true, to be well, believably true... It would have to be an isolated region, right? I mean, because there's yeah. no otherwise. I mean, they would they, there'd be fossil records all around the world where right, exactly. There was an obvious flood everywhere. I mean, which if you go back and like you dig deep enough, you can see where certain areas have flooded, and there's no uniform right, no like sedimentary, or yeah, anything like that. yeah, so, exactly. Um, so I, like I mean, no I don't, mass I don't extinctions. Know. Right, in right. hindsight, I wish I had gone through and looked up that some more, or one of us did. But well, what uh, the the uh, area flood, something along the lines of maybe a tsunami. Well, or I a did hurricane. look. Um, well, there were reports of tsunamis and stuff, but the the one I found was um, there was an ancient Sumerian story that they've discovered. Just like uh, I think it was in eighteen hundreds, actually found it, and it wasn't until the nineteen hundreds someone was actually able to decipher it. But once they deciphered it, it actually told. The story of Noah, but it was a much more different story than what we know it. In that story, yeah. um, he wasn't he wasn't a, a vineyard. Well, he wasn't a a winemaker like in the Bible. He was actually more of a wealthy merchant, and he had like the biggest boat of all the merchants in the region. And then one day it was, started raining real bad, so he heard we got all his family and whatnot on the boat. Mm-hmm. And then it rained, it flooded the region, but. Um, they was it the region or was it the world? It was the region. Okay. And it wasn't even a bad flood because by the time the flood receded, I mean, he had been trapped out to sea for a while on the boat because of how bad it, it like, had washed him out to sea, basically. But the story goes where, um, like, all the family really had on board to drink was beer because <laughs> because they couldn't drink. They, they'd washed in open sea and now they were surrounded by salt water and you can't drink that. Yeah. So they they survived by drinking up the beer they had on board because it was only. I mean, beer actually is like ninety eight percent water, so you can be hydrated from beer. It's not recommended, but you can if you have to. It, it it's known dehydrate <laughs> like it dehydrates you. It, well, they recently proved that drinking light beer is equivalent to drinking water. It's yeah, like it's because light beer. Yeah. Is, uh... But regardless of that, I mean, <laughs> that's how his family survived for a while, and then they eventually made it back. Where when he made it back, like he um. He got exiled because he had drinking up the beer that he was supposed to be selling for like the merchants. Cause, so apparently, like uh, everyone had survived it, you know. So he ended up um, being outcast because in the Sumerian laws, if you couldn't pay your debts, you had to pay by being a slave. Oh. So he basically got ran off and ended up like moving down river somewhere. I'm not sure the exact region mm-hmm. this was. I, I tried to find a story beforehand, but if you watch uh, BBC's Noah's Ark special, they go over it in detail a bit more. But it, it, it was a story that seemed to be based in fact, even though they mild, or wildly exaggerated the story in order to make a lesson you know, for the Bible about you know this just God's wrath, I guess, yeah. and cleansing the land. Make sure that we are obedient people. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, I'm, you know... I've read Bible here and there, certain parts, but to me, I, I don't put much stock in the stories. It seems like they're all there more for lessons than to be actual factual that, stuff. Yeah, it's it's they're all moral. Tales. But I do believe most of them do have some roots in like reality, even if they do tend to exagger- greatly exaggerate okay. at times. Well, you got to think that they're simple minded, not yeah. necessarily simple minded people, but. They're not as technologically advanced as we are. Yeah. Uh, and 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 well, that's and what I was saying. Like the mindset, like 
well, they would see a meteor and say, oh, God, that's God saying yeah. something to me. Oh, God. You know what I mean? But, or everything around them would flood, and for all their intents and purposes, the world flooded. I right. mean, yeah. it's not well, like it's now the where... they know it. Like, yeah. Like, right. Like now you can see areas where areas get so flooded, people have to go on their rooftops now. and yeah. But they know it's only in that area. They know it's not the whole world that's gone flooded. I mean... But at this time period, it would have been a little more, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> oh, God, the world's underwater. So I have a little yeah. bit more debunking, if you'd like. All right. Does it go into more details about how Noah was a drunk? No. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't know that until you told me earlier. That's, well, it's pretty, uh, it's, it's, I, I kind of want to go in on the uh, on I'm a, the, uh You know, the, the Bible's really like, blowing my mind at time. With, like, the whole uh, Sumerian thing. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a... There's like other mythology, like other similar mythologies all around the world, and yeah, like, it's not just you know the Egyptians have a similar you know, the legend. Bible that has like a flood story, right? Um, Gilgamesh and yeah, other uh, Hindu texts. mythology, Mesopotamians, and like uh, you the, know uh, similar like peoples from like around the Middle East, but not necessarily in the Middle East, all have like a similar like flood myth. Yeah, so at some point in the region, there had to have been a big flood, or at least something that was notable. Yeah. And it's not always, like, peoples that are, like, uh, like, directly connected to the Middle East, like, uh, because, like I said, like, Hindu mythology, that's all, like, in India, and there's, like, a great mountain range and, like, deserts and jungles, like, displacing those two areas. So, like, how would they know? How about we... How, I would like to postulate a theory. Um, maybe land as they knew it was gone. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Well, and, I mean... And, well, and we, not the whole mm. world was flooded. Their mm. world was flooded. We did talk about in the um, Atlantis episode how there's, like, True. literally hundreds of sunken civilizations in the world. Right. I mean... And this yeah. could have been one of many. I mean, this this almost sounds like Atlantis, where you know it was it was flooded beneath the sea. Now you have some more true. debunking yeah. you want to go over, John? Yeah, uh, just more numbers about the animals. All Let's right. just assume that your theory is correct and that they only had. Hey, it's not my theory. These are the numbers put forth in the Bible. The, the theory that you've brought to the table today. All right. How many? How mm-hmm. many animals did you say that there were? I said roughly two hundred seventy. It's somewhere around that number. Two hundred seventy total. Yeah. That's every pair. Every pair. So you're saying not 270 pairs, 270 total. That's that's an, that's an, uh, so like 135. Where did you get that number? The Bible it describes uh, the they wanted seven um, pairs of clean animals, which there are ten clean. Ten it's different okay. Types of it's clean okay. You don't have to go through it again for All the right. sake of our listeners. But uh, <laughs> you know, there's just some statistics that I looked up. Like, how much does an elephant drink in a year? Let well, me see, I don't even think they had elephants as part I'd, of the numbers. Well, but yeah, know. go ahead. Well, what would you say? What, I mean, are you saying that they didn't? No, no elephants. No elephants at all. No elephants. How about lions? No, I'm maybe. Pretty certain yes, that... they did have lions. Okay. that's for sure. Let me, let me, let me tell you. Because lions much... were said to have kept off the the people that st- tried to stop Noah. Right. Each yeah. lion. They were guardians. Each lion, per year, sixteen thousand pounds of raw meat. You're not lying. I am not lying. Now it was said that God provided sure. the food and kept things fresh. Magic. Yes, magic. Aliens. <laughs> totally aliens. But that, that's, they how they, that's how they explain the food situation for Noah's Ark. They said just God provided the food and kept things fresh. There's something that I read 
Well, see, I'm basing all my statistics off of the fact that how many animals that I have. Maybe and they're, um, they're saying like based on on the what's the Star Trek thing called the food synthesizer? Is that it's a food it's synthesizer? A, yeah, is the it just rep, the replicator? Maybe they had a replicator no, aboard the, uh, the where's, where's the where's the evidence of that? Aliens. Show me. Uh. <laughs> you don't need evidence when you it's aliens. Of, um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh man! Now so, what, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, asking, no, I was gonna I, say, what, I, you, what I, were you gonna say? No, I'm, I'm pretty much done with that. Okay. I mean, you guys keep debunking my debunking. So, well, it, uh, you know, I'm, no, no, it's, I'm taking. I it gotta off. play devil's advocate to the extent. I it mean, on the chin I don't put a lot of stock in it, but I mean, I gotta be able to argue even, against even the debunking. The logistics of 270 animals for 365 days is. It was 40 days and 40 nights. Well, okay, uh, 40 days and 40 nights yeah. of the, fl- the raining. Then uh, he was. But they were okay. They were then at he was out for th- yeah. He was out for a year. Days, if I'm until not he landed on the mountain. Yeah. Then he sent the crow off or uh, the raven. Right. I have no idea. I think it was a raven. Maybe. Okay. Well, what about the devastated? Land well, first he sent like a. a, a Damn, I can't remember. Maybe it's a seagull. I don't know. No, at first it was like a raven, and then the raven kind of disobeyed him, and or maybe it was a crow. Hang on, I'm trying to look it up because it's bothering me now. I don't trust ravens. It was probably a raven. Probably a raven. It was a raven. I'm gonna go with raven, even it's if so you say crow. Okay, it was a raven. He That's sent right. out, but oh, okay. the, but the raven was didn't really do his job like he was supposed to, so he ended up sending out a dove. And first, the dove didn't find anything, and the second time around, the dove came back with an olive branch to symbolize that you know it it was safe yeah. to go out now. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's where that's there was a raven at first, and then it became a dove. Which I got two words: ravens are asses. Genetic diversity. Genetic diversity? Oh, really? Think of it. Um, okay. <laughs> well, you know what me... I think is interesting is um, I, I recently read an argument, like a religious person was arguing for the ark, and they were basically saying that, like, all the different species of dog we have out there and, like, every other kind of animals that dogs are similar to, like, they were, they were saying wolves and coyotes and everything came from one species of dog. From the ark. Now, most religious people say that evolution isn't real, but evolution would have to be real if that's the case. I mean, so it's, yeah. it's, it kind of had me scratching my head that they're saying would, they were saying that evolution isn't real, but uh, yet every animal's a dog that we know of came from the ark. There, I was gonna, le- I was gonna hopefully leave on this quote, but this is something I found online. Numbers can be debunked, but belief cannot. Log- logistics and scientists, science are not accepted in religion. So, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like the there, equivalency There are some saying, that try to combine Nuh-uh. the two. Nuh-uh. Yeah, Nuh-uh. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Just throw up my hands. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> okay, so since he's gone now... <laughs> you know what? I, I, um, I, I kind of envy well, Noah. You know, he's 600 years old. He's still getting his drink on. Yeah, but yeah, he, was, he had to sleep with, like, his daughters He was on a things. party boat. He was on a party boat. Oh, God. Party I don't want to think about that party, though. <laughs> that party's kind of illegal in, in many states. Well, it, it was said that, um, like, the animals were, like, all the best of the best animals. They were well-behaved, and none of them made it yep. during that year. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> Good one. Good luck. And one, that's one story. The other story is that all the males were kept separate, like, via spiked... Um, uh, oh, like spiked uh, like, walls or whatever. Yeah, spiked walls or something like that. They, they kept them separated so they couldn't mate and make it even. I'm surprised more PETA allows this story to like. I know. Go rampant. Oh. <laughs> oh, Those animals couldn't have been in the best conditions, and yeah. you know it's. 
important. But then again, magic. No, it, it said that whole year Noah never once slept because he was constantly cleaning to take care of the animals. Magic. Lots of he had to dump a lot of manure out of that boat. Where did they get the yeah. water? Oh, never mind. What? No, the wa- water. You said magic. Magic. I'm accepting it. Magic. Yes. It's yeah. done. And plus, it's raining. They back then the rainwater would have been safe to drink. I I'm mean, they so could have accepting so the fact they could have captured it. Was for, I mean, just just from just from thinking of it as a logical standpoint. Oh yeah. There, there's no. There was no just fresh water back then. If I'm not mistaken, isn't there a description of the the Dead Sea being so full of salt because of uh, some biblical story? Well, it's like the ark. At the time, all the water was supposed to be fresh water. That's what water. I mean. I, I'm but yeah, it, it became. Be but when it receded. For some reason, some of the water was punished. It's a weird story. I don't know why it was punished. <laughs> why are you punishing But me? the water was made to be salty yeah, to punish dirty. it. Huh. I don't remember the exact details on why it happened, but yeah, it's, some of the water became salty. It was it was all fresh then. They could have they could have drank it, you know. I'm calling shenanigans. They drunk I'm it. getting my broom. <laughs> now, yeah. I, I, I put the most amount of stock in the Sumerian story. Where it was just a merchant that, you know, had an exceptionally large ship and got washed out one day during an exceptionally heavy rainfall. Was was it just an exceptionally heavy rainfall? It wasn't was exceptionally heavy. It was there it, religious overtones saying that a deity did it because they were... I mean, they may have at the time. Naughty. They may have said it at the time. I mean, the story I read didn't actually mention it, but, I mean, mm. I'm sure that's the reason they came up with. But that was a story that later got passed on and I think got changed into the Noah story as we know it. Because it took place around the same time, and I think the guy was even Noah in the Sumerian story. Yeah, um, I don't think it was him in the Sumerian story. Oh snap! I was looking over the uh, I was looking over the notes for all the different ones, and I think they said it was. I don't know. It was something about it was something definitely from like the Epic of Gilgamesh is what they said. Mm. Right. Yeah. So uh, we're back onto the genetic diversity. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go. Seven yeah. of each animal, of your good animals, and yes. two of the bad animals. No, no, it was seven pairs of the ten good animals. Seven total. Seven pairs total? I thought it was... Or 140 total. Huh. Seven pairs. Like, uh, you'd have 14 cows, seven pairs of four cows. So you're blowing my mind with these numbers that you're pulling out I'm right now. I just... pulled them from Genesis. You pulled them... They were so unspecific. I don't know. They were they were kind of specific on the I, numbers that were on saying, there. I'm just saying, even with Noah and his family, where was the genetic diversity? If you understand what I'm saying with that is... Well, where was if, the genetic diversity had, of Adam and Eve? That, well, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't want to talk yeah, let's about Let's not go that. into that. Yeah, that's not... That's for another crap. day. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't that's know. That's just... But that's, the that's, Noah's Ark, I think, has made for a good episode. I don't think the, the Adam and Eve makes it necessarily. It would, as, as it good. wouldn't, but it would make an, it would make a neat discussion. I think yeah. later on. Think now we, maybe if we do like a whole Bible episode, <laughs> That'd be cool. which I I don't know. I mean, we'll figure that out. Okay. Yeah. I like the Noah's Ark story because I mean, there's people out there looking for the boat now. It's supposedly been found in different mountain ranges all over the world. In three places that I'm aware of. In yeah. three places on you the same that, mountain. On the same mountain. <laughs> on the same mountain. Yeah, I know there was like a, some satellite footage from like some grainy satellite footage from the early days where they saw something that re- closely resembled the boat. Yeah, I found. Yeah, like, pull yeah. Up a low uh, I think was it. It's mostly on because uh, the myth is like that it was on like Mount. They landed on Mount Ararat. Ararat right. Is where they landed, and then uh, like I guess was it the late eighties, early nineties. Yes, uh, the picture you just linked me to, uh, yeah, they uh, they found, like, a depression 
in the ground uh, that's in the shape of a giant boat. Now, here's my uh, thing. If it was made of wood, I mean, the pyramids haven't even, are barely last as long as they have. I mean, they've been eroded yeah. since the way they originally looked. There's there's little chance a boat would have lasted that long, especially if it was made Unless completely of wood. Unless it was petrified. Unless it was petrified. Which salt yes. water may have done. Yeah. But... Yeah. But the it's only possible, thing, the but only even thing then, I mean, I... it, it would it would have been held in high regard and would have been taken care of as much as it could to a point until it was forgotten about. And possibly, though, I mean, oh, definitely. you got to think of these guys want to get on with their life. They don't want to be dealing with that boat. No that more. boat saved their life after three hundred and seventy yeah, days of Moses, smelly animals um, and Moses sleeping a, with your sister. Moses gave the boat to someone. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember who, but he uh, basically really? gave him the he gave him the keys and like, hey, it's yours now. I'm done with it. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that I find strange about about this uh, this image that I linked to you guys is that on the same mountain, in various heights, uh, there's a guy named Ron Wyatt. Not found... to be mistaken for Ron White. Yeah, not Juan, Ron yeah. White. It's Wyatt. Not like the good the old Hyatt boy comedian. Oh. Anyway. Which I'm looking at the picture John linked me to, and it's... It it, it it almost has, like, the uh, traditional okay. Noah's Ark boat right. look it's to it, but, I mean, it's... It's described yeah. as pointed in the front and rounded in the back. But the Turkish government won't allow people to go to it, not because it's sacred, so much so as that that side of the mountain is a demilitarized zone. So yeah. they're worried for personal safety of mm. people. That That's a good catch-all. I was doing a little bit of research. That's a good um, out for why they can't go study it in detail. That's what I was about yeah. to say was is that yeah. um, recent, not so recently, but I found an article that said that uh, the Turkish government had some antiquities from old times and apparently they got ripped off by, you know, Indiana Jones types and mm. uh, not that Indiana Yeah, never mind. Not Indiana Jones Not Indiana types. Jones. Well, maybe. Indiana yeah. Jones if it belonged in a museum, he would rip, he would rip someone that's off in right. a heartbeat. That's right. I mean, but yeah, that, that's totally. kind of what Happened is the, the that that boat belongs in a museum. It does, and it is. But it's a very valuable relic. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> I call shenanigans. Yeah, I was able, I was able to find. Yeah. Um, I mean, the rock formation you linked us to it does vaguely have the shape. But I mean, if you look if you look at enough rocks, you can find any shape you want. Well, that that was what I was. You can about find to say. Elvis. That was what I was about to say. Was <laughs> is that there are three three of them on that same mountain that had that same shape that I was able to find and not necessarily verify but I well, saw maybe pictures Noah had a like fleet that. of arcs to carry like the number There was only animals. one boat. <laughs> You're speculating, stop you know, it. He carried one boat with uh carnivores, oh one with herbivores. <laughs> so what <laughs> maybe they, instead of three uh, decks it was three boats. Ooh. That, ooh. That's oh, I'm calling shenanigans. <laughs> maybe it was like the Enterprise and they could split off. In different <laughs> sections? I just don't even know. <laughs> They're like, all right. two sections on the Enterprise. Landing term. maneuvers. Separate the boots. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate this plan. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go ahead and start, start getting final thoughts, and then we'll go into the contest that we have going on right now. And, sure thing. Um, Mike, yeah, this thing's been staring at me this whole time. It's kind of creeping me out. Let's go ahead and get Mike's uh, thoughts, uh, final thoughts on the uh, the. Noah's Ark. Um, I'm kind of skeptical, but most of the uh, most of the uh, theories out there, I call shenanigans on. <laughs> I love that word, shenanigans. Shenanigans, John. Um, I wonder what you think about Noah's Ark. I believe it. <laughs> wow, that totally goes against everything you've said during the whole episode. Okay, okay, okay. 
I believe that at one point there was a flood. Yeah. I don't believe At one point there's been numerous floods. Well, yes, but I don't believe, like... It flooded last week. It did, yeah. Well, okay. A large enough flood to make make all these ancient civilizations write down these stories. That's what That's what I believe. But as far as Noah's Ark full of... 240 animals. Uh, 270, somewhere 270 around animals. <laughs> I'm just calling shenanigans on it, because even... Uh, uh, well, yeah. I think my, my opinion is pretty clear from... Well, yeah, I, I pretty much show. have to say that. I call shenanigans on it, too. I mean, I do believe there's some basis in truth, however small that basis may be. Much like um, the Landis episode. I mean, I came. that's pretty much the same thing I came to is... Sure, I think Atlantis had some basis in reality, but I don't think it was anywhere near the stories made out about right. it. Plato. Yeah. That well, line. Plato, he's the one who started it, but there's there were similar stories before Plato that just weren't... No one called... No one talked about Atlantis before he brought it up. I was just calling him a lying SOB. That's all. He wasn't a liar, but he did. He took he took actual information and he exaggerated Exaggerated. It. That's right. He, he wasn't was a blatant liar. The first stand-up bullshit artist. Pretty much. I, I mean, love it. I want to be that when I grow up. What do you mean when you uh, what do you mean you want to be that? I mean you're already pretty much a, yeah. a bullshit artist. That's how I roll. With all due respect. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> with with no due respect. That's bullshit. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh yeah. I, I just, just don't I just I have a hard time believing that they were able to construct something. A ship, for instance, that are comparable to today's cruise. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things I, I was reading about is um, the boat, the size of it, made of just wood, wouldn't be able to hold up. It would. Um, yeah, there there was something that I had read that was someone had done some nautical tests or something. Yeah, on it, the same scale. As it, like, it would be so leaky it'd fall apart. Right. I mean, and it would sink immediately. So unless the boat is made yeah. of metal somehow, it needs metal supports. Which there are something. some people that say Definitely. that Noah did have access to metal work that they didn't that we don't know they know, had at the time. Yeah, he had to. I mean. Yeah, a boat that size, I mean, seriously, it had to have, like, what's it called, like, the tar that they use to waterproof boats, as well as, like, metals, like, some sort of metal in the structure now, to keep it together. Now, he did have lots of dunk he could have been constantly tarring the boat from the inside with. Adding more to the That's petrification true. theory. Yeah. But them, them numbers right there, that's, the top one is... With Mount Everest, and the bottom one is without Mount Everest included in the volume of Earth. What do you... I made a mistake earlier. You want to... No, no, no. No, I'm not even <laughs> going to try to to tell you how many numbers there are there. Uh, it was uh, it was 4.5 yeah. billion was the difference between the two. Billion wow. cubic meters. Billion. Yeah, billion with a B. I just didn't want to sound like a silly person. Now, how it was okay. The Titanic, to put it in perspective, the Titanic was 882 feet long. It had a height of 175 feet and is that a depth of 64 feet? Width of 92 feet. 92. Okay, that's the number I was looking for. Yeah, and and it's comparable to 450 by 75 by 45. And grant, you know, you got to take into account that the Titanic was a modern, mar- you know, masterpiece. I mean, it's still considered a, well, exactly. a modern it's, masterpiece. It's just, it's just unfortunate it hit that a... Noah's Ark is literally almost half the size of it as far as length. Yeah. And I don't know. Which, I mean, it is it, as much as, as, as little as half, as much as like three quarters of the size of the Titanic. Somewhere Where did in they that put st- the giraffes? Huh? Where did they put the giraffes? 
Um, the giraffes didn't need to be on the boat. They could put their head above the water. Because oh <laughs> yeah. because giraffes are taller than Mount Everest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they became amphibious overnight. All right, let me, let's get on to this contest, which um, it's pretty as, awesome. As John They're mentioned, he has uh, the painting. Looking at him now, it's creeping me out. All right, we we have three main prizes. Uh, first place, you get a picture of the Mothman, which was done by uh, Jenny Lee from Jenny Lee Productions, which if you go on her website, you can find um, a link to her her website and see more of her work. It's all but, nice um, and nerdy. It's pretty awesome. If you go to our Covert Cast website, you click on the contest on the left-hand side, and you can see the pictures of the main prizes as we're describing them. But the picture of Mothman is a picture of Mothman looking in the window. Which, if you listen to the Mothman episode, we talk about the story of a mother with her child was uh, getting out of her car when she saw the Mothman, and she was so startled by it, she dropped her kid and ran into the house. Well, she dropped her kid, picked it up, and then ran into the house. She didn't leave the kid outside. (laughs) But she ran inside, locked the doors, and then Mothman came up onto her, um, her little porch area and started walking around and looking into the windows, and that's what the picture is of the Mothman looking in the window. Which, when I was re- first researching the Mothman stories, this is one of the stories that kind of creeped me out the most. Just, what do you... I right? want the third prize. Yeah. All right, and then uh, second place prize is you get a ghost detector, which is, it's a... Uh, I'm trying to think of um, the... the, the what what do you mean, detect? EMF? Detector. EMF, yeah. A P- it's an EMF. No, not, not a PKE meter. Yeah, no. No, it's EMF. That's what it detects. I mean, it's... Ah, yes, EMF. Ghostbusters aren't real. And then third place prize... Electromagnetic fields. The third place uh, prize is astronaut ice cream and astronaut ice cream sandwich. Now, along with these, you also get you get a, a t-shirt from T-shirt Bordello. It's a t-shirt that says "I believe." has a picture of a uh, Sasquatch, the Loch Ness monster, and a UFO. That's awesome. Uh, once again, that's from T-shirt Bordello. Uh, there, you can also find their um, link on our website. Um, along, you also get a poster of a zombie, which I got from T-shirt Bordello as well. Which I need to throw a picture of that up because I don't currently. Um, you'll get a random sci-fi CD, which um, three of our hosts that are sometimes on are members of Sci-Fi. That's Dobbs who plays guitar, uh, KSV, and Vern are both the lead musician singers of the band. Mm-hmm. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, and then. You know, we'll throw in our covert cast button so you can, you know, show off the show. I rock that every. It day is a great button. That's uh, was that every? Yes, and th- those those come with each of the different prizes. Now to enter, awesome. all you have to do is uh, like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, or send us an email, and you get an entry for each one of those you do. So you can have up to three entries into the contest. Now you can only win one prize, but you do get three entries to try and win a prize. Essentially, tripling your odds. Yeah. So yeah, triple your. Can, can I enter? Um, I'm. I don't. I don't know. You're. You're, you're getting to be kind of more of a regular for the show. Ah, oh, you bastard. Now, Mike. Mike's still eligible because you know he's just on here helping us out tonight. Because hey, Mike, as you can tell, um, some of the other guys couldn't make it in tonight due to their work schedules. And I mean, yep. and, and I'm thankful Mike was able to come in and help us out. Someone's phone just went off. It wasn't mine. Now, um, you can find us on Facebook. You can um. Just search for the Covert Cast. It will come up, or follow find us on Twitter at the Covert Cast, and then you can email us at thecovertcast at gmail dot com, which you can find all of these links in each of the show notes. And when I now right now the contest page doesn't have how you can win because I wanted you know people to tune in last week and you know they get it kickstarted then listening in, but I am going to put up how to win on the website this week. 
So just fast forward through this episode and uh-huh. wait, you've already listened to yeah, it. Yeah, they've this. already listened to it. That's, you know. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but those those are the prizes. And the, these are to celebrate us reaching our one year mark, which was on uh, July 17th. Oh I got this po- this picture looking Which at once me you make it places. to a once you make it to July uh <laughs> once you make it a year in podcasting I mean it's it's a pretty good milestone. I mean a lot of podcasts yeah. don't make it past their first year. They give up. They they either yeah. they, they either, don't make it past half a year. Yeah, they don't make it past they usually don't make it past like the 10 or so episode. episodes. I mean, I mean I've already known a couple of podcasts that have fallen apart just after the first few and persistence. It does yeah, take well. it takes persistence and planning, I mean. You there, Mike? He must have muted us again. Probably his dad. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm still. I have the actual painting now staring at me. Yeah, we have Facebook. the we have the painting now, and it's on the uh, it's on the uh, and, and, on yeah, the website. It's creeping me out. Which, like I said, if you go to the covertcast.com, click on the left hand side under contest. It's the only one on there currently because this is our first contest. Oh wow, that's pretty awesome! So each prize pack actually gets the T-shirt. Yeah, each prize pack gets the the the, the, the different stuff that comes with it. Pretty nifty. Now the the main prizes are the ones right, that are right. you know to get the different prize with right. it. I'm still bummed I can't enter. I'm sorry. You should be. Not that I want this hanging over my bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's creepy. I I don't know. It's just it's 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 so cool, but it's like I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still mulling over having you. I kind of want to see a picture of that. I, I go to our website. <laughs> it's on the cover cast. Um, okay. Touche, sir. Touche. I don't know. You're not really a regular member. You've been on and off and on. I'm you know, just kidding with you, Dustin. You know, okay. If you want to enter, I'll allow it. Just I'll because. It. Just because you haven't been really a regular member. I mean, the the, the winner is going to be chosen at random. So I mean, your chances are as good yeah, as anyone just, else. If it, if it pulls up with me, then it's gonna. Yeah, it's, that's nice my thing. I don't want people thinking. Sense. You know, I I chose the winner. Not randomly. That's which... why I'm not going to participate. Yeah, I was just kidding. <laughs> Although I, I don't know. <laughs> it's creeping me out. Well, you know the person who made the painting. You could have one made. Yeah. <laughs> hear that, Jenny Lee? Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know if she listens. Maybe. I'm gonna make her listen. Make her listen. I'll make her listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, she's commented on some stuff, so she, she, I imagine she listens. But so yeah, this was a fun episode. Yeah. So yeah, um, Noah's Ark shenanigans. Yeah, tune in next week when we'll be talking about Stonehenge. I don't know who's going to be on the cast yet because right now everyone's schedules are in flux, and hopefully, um, hopefully I, I can get people on. <laughs> yes, well, flux. You know, I'll try to be here if I can. Yeah, pending schedules and things. But all right, well, so for episode twenty-six, um, I've been Dusty. I'm John. I'm Mike. And um, anyone want to do some outro music? Um, <laughs> I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. And now, the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It's a Long Coat Mafia Podcast! You screeding up. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this Lost Media episode featuring once again, or I should say, as usual, the Covert cast and their conversation about Noah's Ark. Before I forget, to let me remind all of you that CovertCast is a defunct podcast. All, any emails, websites, or uh, promotions that they might have told you, it does not exist. It, it, they're, they're ended. They're, they might not be in existence. No one's going to answer those emails. They might be bounced back to you. But you're able to... Uh, uh, send any questions, comments, and smart remarks 
our way. I know the whole questions, comments, and smart remarks thing is a standard. But let me just say, you can add to the conversation. We here at the show, we have, we're on at least two platforms where you're able to do so. Easily and simply. That is one, Podbean, because there are they are our hosting platform. The other is Good Pods. Both uh, Podbean and Good Pods have places where you could leave comments and share. At least on Good Pods, you could share your post with others that you might be following or following you. And also, uh, from what we were we heard, you could rate each individual episode on Spotify and let folks know that hey, you're not just entertained by this particular episode. You are. You could add to it. It's like I hey, I give giving this episode of the Long Coat Mafia podcast five stars because they shared this interesting uh, lost media episode of the Covert Cast, which they talked about uh, and discussed uh, Mothman, or in, in this case, the Noah's Ark. Hey, you can do that. That's you joining in the conversation. You can do that. We want you to do that. We want you to join in the conversation. But if you are one of those folks that's on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, even though you can leave reviews for our show on Apple Podcasts, let me put it like this. You ain't joining in the conversation unless you're you're listening on Podbean or Good Pods or maybe even Spotify. Hey, if you... Listen on Good Pods and Podbean. We might even answer you back to let you know that. But if you prefer uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Google Podcasts or some other platform that doesn't let you do that, you can also send us emails at Longcoat Mafia Podcast. Uh, I should say uh, our email is longcoatmafia at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook, or leave a, a post or a comment on our. Uh, Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia podcast. All the links are down in the description and they should be clickable. I know they're clickable on some pot, uh, platforms like Podbean and Good Pods. But the and our website, which is the Long Coat Mafia dot Podbean dot com. So uh, please check us out, check out our social media. Uh, we do try to post regularly on like Instagram and so forth and so on. Uh, we do have a TikTok. We do have a YouTube channel. Uh, we're trying trying to get back in that YouTube groove like we did earlier this year. Uh, we still have a couple of stuff to post up. I know we've been slacking. So, and we'll good chance this good for uh, this yeah good Friday this Black Friday we'll have uh, a new video. Uh, video for you, all of you to watch and hopefully uh, we'll have an unboxing and a kickstarter type uh video on youtube as well by the end hopefully by the end of the year but uh either way take care as always i'm the reverend godfather aka the martinsburg madman and what more can i say but i'm a gamer i'm wearing a bikini See you next time on the Long Coat Mafia.